Next on BYU Sports Nation, keeping it weird in Portland with another strong defensive performance. You heard me. Is BYU men's basketball now on the driver's seat for second place to the WCC? NBA veteran and BYU women's hoop coach Jeff Jenkins is back in studio. How does his team end a third three-game losing streak and take the swagger back? You got to take the swagger back. Plus 400 pounds of bacon in the Marriott Center tomorrow. Why, you ask? Does it matter? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B. Presented by the BYU Store. The official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Friday. This is how we do it. February 8th, wherever And however you are connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with my brand new Pocket Square consultant, Brian Logan. Yes, 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 yes. For you, man, free. Uh, Anybody else out there, fans, you know, some coaches, holla at me, DM me. We'll uh, set you up with a discount. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I appreciate the the style, the swag, everything, man. Everything just, it just fit together so elegantly. And I was like, man, that's, that's a... That's a that's a smooth looking dude right there. That's a handsome wow. young guy. Wow. And smooth looking good looking guy with the suit and, and how you really matched up the, the pocket square. I like okay. the design in the okay. shirt. You just you made my eyeballs happy. Wow. I say that. Thank you. Made, you. Yeah, they were very happy. I got a, a tweet from Brian Logan uh, the other night uh, while I was suited up suited with the eyes emoji saying, <laughs> I, I see you, Spencer Linton. <laughs> And I appreciated that, man. Yeah, hey, no problem, man. Now we need, uh, you know, we need uh, David to step his game up. David Nixon. We also made that public on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Because Braven will come for you. He will come. (laughs) Here is today's show lineup. BYU men's basketball just pulled off something they haven't done in essentially a decade. It's been nine years since they were this good defensively. Details on the way. NBA veteran and show favorite Jeff Judkins on the mental approach to ending a losing streak. Maybe it's, I don't know, more vlogging with Juddy. Mm. Did you see that, by the way? Uh-huh. If you haven't, vlogging. it will change your life. Okay. Jeff Judkins, the vlogger. Interesting. Next break, I'm watching it. Okay. okay. And big deal, no deal. BYU football's recruiting class ranked number 100, according to rivals. Let's get to our Friday BYU Sports Nation headlines. The Cougars beat Portland 83-48 in Portland. T.J. Hosledal scores with 22 points. Yoli Childs had his 13th double-double of the season, and Nick Emery made his first start of the season and made an impact. BYU still in sole possession of second place in the West Coast Conference. They host Pacific tomorrow night at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, live on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. Speaking of Yoli Childs, he is one of the top 10 finalists for the 2019 Carl Malone Power Forward Award of the Year. Yoli appears alongside players like Zion Williams, Williamson from Duke, Luke May, North Carolina, and Grant Williams, Tennessee. That's because Yoli's a baller. Pro Football Focus College placed Zach Wilson, the BYU now sophomore quarterback, as the third highest graded true freshman next to Trevor Lawrence from Clemson and Brock Purdy of Iowa State. In Wilson's freshman season, he threw for over 1,500 yards in seven starts, 12 touchdowns completed, about 66% of his passes. wonder what would his stats be like if he started all games. I don't know. Just interesting. We'll never know. We, maybe if next year and healthy, 
Stay okay. Safe. All right. Maybe. All right. We'll see. BYU softball played twice yesterday. They lost their first game to number nine South Carolina, four to three. In the second game, they beat number eighteen Baylor, four to three. Good win. The Cougars are currently playing Liberty, and they play North Carolina tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Hey, hey, hey. All <laughs> rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU men's basketball goes on the road to the Northwest and promptly hold Portland. Yes, Portland is not a good team, but still hold Portland on their home floor to 48 points for a game, Brian, and a 35-point resounding victory for BYU, helping the Cougars remain in second place of the West Coast Conference. Is this the best defensive performance from the Cougars this season? I, I would have to say from what I've seen, yes. Um, even from what I've heard, um, you know, when, when you look at performances in the past and you look at some of the close games, I feel like a lot of the fans and community, um, you know, media, et cetera, says, you know, defense. You know, if, if BYU can step it up on the defensive side a little bit, um, you know, they have a better chance to actually win games, not just be in the games. And, and when I saw this game yesterday, last night watching it, um, the first thing I look for when you hear, uh, you know, chatter in the media, like, come on, step it up defensively, uh-huh. is, is the first thing you look for is effort, right? And, and I saw that, guys hustling around. Um, you know, uh, switching and, and rotating. I think but the biggest thing that I like, though, is, is how guys were, were dialed in. So it's one thing to be effort, right? Go, go and dive on for balls and, and uh, you know, you scrap you in, in somebody's face. But the anticipation, right, to get in uh, passing lanes. I mean, you saw a couple of interceptions when, in regards to the turnovers, right? And, and that, to me, lets me know that, you know, guys are actually dialed in. It's not just about effort. So, I, th- I think so, man. And, and when you look at the points that uh, BYU scored off of the turnovers, I mean, that's that, that, that uh, to me, tells the story of the game. BYU played with smart aggression. And there is a difference between just being aggressive and reckless abandon and doing so with intelligence behind it. There is a very distinct difference. Think about drivers on the road or a lot of aggressive drivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not all aggressive drivers are good drivers. Right. But you can be a smart <laughs> aggressive driver just like you can be a smart aggressive defender when it comes to football basketball I don't care the sport if there's team defense and individual defense involved you can be smart and aggressive and I saw a lot of that from BYU from guys like Nick Emery and Gavin Baxter made a difference with his length once again I don't know I really like the effort it's one thing to be good defensively on your home floor, Brian. It's yeah. another to be good, good defensively point. on the road. And I know some of you are saying, Spencer, Portland hasn't won a game in conference all year. They are so bad. No, they like Boo Boo Johnson bad. Yeah. I bad. know they're bad, but they're playing on their home floor. They're most comfortable in that gym. Or they should be anyway, and BYU holds them to 48 this, points this, on their this, home this, floor. That's the thing, though, man. This the thing, though. I mean, there there's certain stats and numbers that you can look at a game and say, oh, yeah, okay, they suck. Those, that, that team is not good at all. But there's certain things like we're talking about as far as execution that is irrelevant when it comes to your opponent, right? My opponent, how good they are or how bad they you know, are, isn't going to determine how um, high I execute. Now, 
if my opponent is better than me, they're going to most likely execute at a higher level, right? Um, and that's where, you know, certain athletic ability comes into play. But to me, in this case, man, you look at the execution of the defense and, and the scheme and what they've done and, and how they were able to accomplish getting all their turnovers. To me, man, does, it's irrelevant. Is it the best defensive performance of the season? It's certainly in the conversation. Right next to, for me, the home win against Utah State when BYU led by 19 against a very good Aggies team at halftime. All right. Perhaps our stat of the day will sway you one way or another about what BYU is doing on the defensive side. Here we go. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Brian, BYU has now held two straight conference opponents to under 50 points. For the first time in more than nine years, you got to go all the way back to January 13th and January 16th of 2010, back in the Mountain West Conference days, when BYU beat Colorado State and Air Force. Not good teams, but still, if you hold back-to-back conference opponents under 50, you're doing some really good things. BYU, with the 49 points given up against LMU and now 48 at Portland last night, have equaled that feat. Look, man, defense wins champions. Um, championships, they breed champions. Um, I think that BYU basketball should have a bigger and stronger emphasis on the defense of Psy. Now, check this out. With that being said, Spencer, um, you know, when it comes to uh, West Coast Conference rankings, and again, you have a lot of the, the ups and downs of any type of season and fans ready to jump off the ledge. Um, we know Gonzaga, right, is, is the big dog, but I think us as fans, we kind of understand and realize we're probably for number two. Number two is our number one. It's a race right? for second place. It, 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 exactly. Gonzaga is in a different realm. It's, it's okay, man. It's okay. Let's, you know what? We can lie to you know, other people and fans or whatnot, but let's not lie to each other. Let's Gonzaga not lie is, to, ourse- yes. to ourselves. You know what Gonzaga I'm saying? is in their glory days. They are in the pinnacle of their basketball program years right now. With that being said, and with the performance of the last couple games defensively, do you think that BYU is in the driver's seat for the WCC tourney for the number two seat? Well, technically speaking, BYU controls their own destiny. I feel like I need some epic music destiny. Because, yes, right now BYU holds second place. And if they win every game, Brian, then they won't go anywhere else. They'll stay in that number two spot. But let's be real. BYU's got to play in Spokane Mm -hmm. later this month at Gonzaga. A game they're going to probably be... A 20-plus point underdog. And if we're being real, like that's the difference between Gonzaga and the number two team right now right. on the West Coast Conference. So while BYU probably won't win in Spokane, and I know people are like, hey, they've done it before. This is a different Gonzaga beast. BYU does have an opportunity and have a great chance to win the rest of their West Coast Conference games. If they want that number two seed, Brian, for me, it comes down to a couple of things. Mm-hmm. One, of course, you got to take care of Pacific on Saturday, yes. But mm-hmm. the road trip next week at LMU and at San Diego. San Diego's a sneaky team, and BYU has struggled in their What's gym. Sc- and- what scares you out of those two? Well, San Diego's 11-1 and one at home. Okay. San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. San Diego's 11-1. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> but if BYU can split that road trip. One and one. They either get a win in L.A. or get a win in San Diego and then come home and beat a good San Francisco team in Provo and then beat San Diego, who comes back to Provo the first week of March. They're going to win 11 games in the WCC and be in position for that number two seed. Yeah, they control their own destiny. 
And I think that of all the remaining schedules for these top-tier teams, BYU has the best shot. Yep. I, I mean, I agree with you, man. And we always say this when it comes to postseason and towards the end of any type of season is, you know, what have you done for me lately, one, right? But, um, you know, where are you currently? Not where did you start, but where did you finish? And I always look for any team to get the momentum going, right? And, and what I would want to see to have more confidence is – for them to complete, continue to play the way they've played, um, you know, defensively, just because it opens up so many things. So, to me, man, I agree with you. But with with the ups and the downs and the inconsistency, I need to co- I need a little bit more time. I need a little bit more time to be, you know, hundred percent. Okay, we are there. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. trending in the right direction for sure. Now we flip to football on a Friday in February because we have the post Super Bowl blues and we all need some more football, <laughs> Brian. Rivals ranks the BYU football 2019 recruiting class as the number 100 class Mm -hmm. of any team in the nation. Number 100? Yikes. That doesn't look good on the surface. But are you buying or selling this BYU football recruiting class regardless of what Rivals recruiting rankings has to say? Um, Deal. Deal. I am buying. You're buying. I am buying. Um, in regards to media, fans, rankings of 100, no deal. I'm, I'm not buying. I'm not listening. I'm not listening to any of that. And I think the biggest thing that, that stood out to me of why I'm not listening to that, uh, listening to Tom and and listening to Kalani about, hey, you know, our focus this year is to to, to focus on getting the right guy. You know, we want guys that want to be here. We want guys that – are, you know, BYU guys, you know, to the max. And this reminds me of Andrew Rich. When I came in 2009, he was a, a walk-on JC transfer, had scholarship offers to Cal, Washington, a couple other, you know, Pac-12 schools. And I heard that he was a walk-on. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And um, when, I, when, I, when I got to know Andrew and, and how he carried himself on and off the field, uh, that's a BYU guy. That's somebody that said, you know what, I'll, I'll turn down tuition and, and scholarship and all this, you know, whatever that comes with it because my heart is with this school because I'm playing for something bigger and something better. And the, the way that he put his heart on his sleeve, um, you know, at practice and the weights, you know, et cetera, I mean, one, that, that fed and, and motivated us, but two, you look at his performance on the field, one of the, arguably one of the best strong safeties, right? Um, for, for BYU and probably in the Bronco Mendenhall era. He could have played in the league if he wanted to. He could have. He could have. He could have played. He decided. He said, you know what? Nope. I'm second string, but I'm good. I'm going to go chill with my family and start a life back home in Utah. Wouldn't it be nice to make that choice? Ah, I want, I'm good enough to be in the NFL, but I want to do something. And, 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 and I, rem- I remember, man, in the locker room, him sitting, sitting down with players with the Book of Mormon, guys that like myself that weren't LDS, helping us, inviting us to – uh, movies and things like that, just trying to get us accumulated to you know the environment. That it, that's a that's a that's a that's a person right there that is all for BYU, going all out, and most importantly, man, that heart. That the correlation is what happens on the field. I'll die for this team. I'll die for my teammate, and I'll run through a brick wall for this program. That's what I want. You think BYU got those guys? I mean, the coach said so. so yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Well, well, I did, a lot I, of emphasis on the preferred walk-on for sure. I've, I've heard. I've heard some stories here and there that guys could have got scholarships to maybe, you know, lesser lesser type of schools. Um, 
as in regards to prestige, right? Yeah, the majority of the preferred walk-ons still had scholarship that's, offers, whether it be FCS schools or lower division group of five schools. They they still were like, nah, I'd rather be at BYU. That, that's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And 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 there's something that does uh, that, that that does to you know your psyche, right? Those guys now are competing for a scholarship, not just a first, you know, to be first uh, uh, first string and get PT playing time. I'm trying to get paid as well. So I think it's added motivation and extra intensity. We'll know in about, I don't know, six years uh, if this recruiting class panned out. So can we revisit this topic in 2025? (laughs) Because that's how it works at BYU. Right, true. I want to say this. For those that are questioning Kalani Satake and his recruiting ability, because I've seen some people say, hey, Kalani's supposed to be this amazing recruiter. The numbers are going down. What's going on? He's making a difference, people, and I'll give you three examples. Um, you know Zach Wilson? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Zach Wilson, right? Yep. Well, look at the camera for this. Everybody loves Zach Wilson. Do you know why Zach Wilson is a BYU? Do you? We love Zach Wilson. Kalani Satake, people. He got his quarterback. He's the reason Zach Wilson is at BYU. Preach. All right. Hey, greatest defensive lineman that we have on the team right now. Mm-hmm. Big Kyrus Tonga. We love Kyrus. Yep. Dude's going to play in the NFL, mm-hmm. right? Tell him. Mm-hmm. Kalani Satake is the reason that Kyrus Tonga is at BYU. Bam. Kalani's the reason. Mm-hmm. Are those two examples good enough for you? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you a third. Another one? Lopini Katoa. Mm-hmm. He's the number one running back in the fold right now, right, Brian? That's right. We mm-hmm. love Lopini. Mm-hmm. He was at Oregon State. True. Why was he at Oregon State? And now mm-hmm. why is he at BYU? Mm-hmm. Kalani Satake. Bam. There you go. Those three Preach, will be man. ready, Preach. my friend. They will be ready in late August. Gotta Hit it. Got to let them know. Countdown to the youths. 202. 202 Woo! days away from BYU in Utah. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Our Woo! question of the day. Sorry, sorry. Back to basketball. I know you're excited I'm for calm, football. I'm calm now. How would you describe your current mood regarding BYU men's basketball? I love this question because people can respond with words or pictures or gifts, whatever you want. Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At TM Sherbel Answers on Twitter. As always, cautiously optimistic. If BYU finishes second in the WCC, could they sneak into the tourney? Probably not, but hey. They'll have finished second to the best team in the nation, in my opinion, saying Gonzaga is tops. Hashtag BYUSN. Anything is possible, Spencer. They're in a different realm, Gonzaga. It is a race for second place. Coming up, is it a big deal that someone is cooking up 400 pounds of bacon? (laughs) How could it not be? (laughs) Literally, it's a big deal. (laughs) 400 pounds? But first, Jeff Judkins recaps yesterday's kids game for his BYU women's team. Are his ears still ringing, and how do they get the swagger back? It's BYU Sports Nation. Are we getting bacon right now? I hope. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow afternoon, Paisley Johnson and the BYU women's basketball team look to end their three-game losing streak and stay in the hunt for the top two seeds in the WCC tournament. You can catch the Cougars and Tigers tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. Welcome Congratulations back. Congratulations to your BYU Tigers. All right. Well, there, there's, there's that, hey. too. Yes. <laughs> What's well, a Friday show without the BYU Tigers? 
Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Brian Logan. You listen to BYUSN On Demand, downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast. You can always watch the show. It's simple, BYUSN.com. Yes, point to the people, Brian. Let them know. Let them know how grateful you are. Our question of the day. How would you describe your current mood regarding BYU men's basketball? Underscore Parker, underscore Kendall, underscore on Instagram. Three underscores, apparently. If BYU wins out, which will be tough with San Francisco and the Zags, to the conference championship, maybe they can sneak into the dance. Just, I, can't, I, can't even, I can't even go there mentally. All right, you can, sneak into the dances are easy, man. You just got to go to the back door. You got to find somebody on the inside and tell them to pull up a chair that's slightly going to leave the door cracked. Mm-hmm. The best opportunity for BYU to get into the NCAA <laughs> tournament is to get to the number two seed in the West Coast Conference tournament. You don't have to play till Monday. You have a bye to the semifinals, Brian. You have a bye to the semifinals if you're the number two seed. Everyone's got to beat each other up, right. and then you're fresh on yeah, a exactly. Monday. You win one game, and then you're in the championship against Gonzaga. And who knows? Will we have the miracle in Vegas? Mm-hmm. It's one game, it's one night. Who knows what happens if some three-pointers go down and Gonzaga's not making shots? I know, minuscule chances, but that's the best opportunity for BYU men's basketball to get into the tournament. It's, it's, it's small. It is small, but, but Spencer, I mean, you just gave me hope, man. I don't, need, I don't even play on the team, and you gave me hope. I think that's all that, that, that teams need, right, and players and coaches. And if Coach Rose can use that to, to spark the team – Come on, man. I mean, it's like win or go home, right? It's like what you, it's, it's black or white now. It's not no ifs, ands, buts. It's like you control everything. How bad do you want it? Go get it. Show me how bad you want it and, and get it done. There's nothing else to say. We're feeling good on a Friday. Joining us now in Studio B, he just walked in. Let's bring him on. We uh, love this man. Jeff Judkins is back in Studio B. What's up, Coach? How you doing? Coach, our resolve has never been stronger. We're going to figure this thing out. We're going to get your team headed in the right direction. We're going to give you a crazy karma boost today, and it's going to happen against Pacific tomorrow. Well, we, I, hope, I hope that happens. We, <laughs> we really need a little lift. We've uh, gone through a real tough time right now. And, you know, with the young team, it's probably more effective than maybe with the team a little bit more veterans of dealing with this. But um, my team will come back. I mean, there's reasons for everything. Um, and hopefully we can learn from this and get this one Saturday and then take care of the next games and hopefully put us in a good position. Now, the beauty, beautiful part about this is despite the three-game losing streak, you're still in a good position to be that number two seed in the West Coast Conference. There are still big-time opportunities ahead of you, and if you can put yourself in a position where it's potentially going to be you and Gonzaga in the WCC title, at that point, who knows? <laughs> who knows what happens? Yeah, I, I, I think... I think we're the best team to match up with Gonzaga, beating him here. But just over the years, we just have to – we just got to get that karma back. And, you know, and hopefully we get this win and that will solve a lot of stuff. And then hopefully we just – maybe it's made us work harder and look at some things that we weren't doing very well. Now we're, we're focusing more on that. Maybe that will really help us. Coach, um Answer this the best way you can without you yeah. know, giving too much. And I can say this because I'm, yeah. I'm a player and you're a coach. You, know what I, you probably know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, when, when you're going through situations like this um, and, and you're dealing with a younger team, and, and this is more specific to your coaching style and philosophy, do you feel more you know, 
tender and, and nurturing and, and, and want to sit down and love? Or are you saying, we're going to run and run and run and run until you throw up? Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to clean it up? You're going to clean up, throw up, and then you're going to run some more. I think, Brian, I, th- I think where I'm at right now is I'm kind of in between. And what I mean by that is when we lost our first game to LMU, a game that we probably should have won, um, we addressed it and we moved on. And then when we didn't play as well against Pepperdine, then the Monday's practice was more, hey, we got to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've tried to bring all the players in on individual communication mm-hmm. and talk to them and say, hey, what's going on? And well, how do you feel? And what what can we do as a coaching staff? And what can we do? But then, too, I'm pretty upfront with them and say, why – Aren't we, why aren't you performing where you need to be, be doing that? And so it's a really kind of a fine line, and um, that's the way I've tried to do it. And I, I've, I've been with coaches that, that are the opposite. They just get into you and do it from fear. And I know some coaches that don't worry about it at all, and those are the coaches that don't care about winning or losing. They just care about, well, whatever. Yeah. So hopefully I'm kind of in the middle that my team knows that, hey, I, I care, I love them, and I know that they're trying. They're not trying to lose. I know that. Mm-hmm. But we just need to do some better things, and each of us step up and do a better job. And that includes me, not just them. It includes me doing a better job to prepare them for the games. Is getting the swagger back as simple as just rediscovering the winning feeling? Like, let's say BYU plays well, you beat Pacific tomorrow. Is is it as simple as winning to get the swagger back? Yes, it's it's like this, okay? You're a young high school boy, and you're the, the junior prom's coming, and you ask a young lady, and she says no. And the girl that you kind of thought was cute and thought it would be really fun to go. So then your next choice, you you get some guts, and you ask the, one of the best-looking girls in the school, mm-hmm. and she says yes. Mm-hmm. Now you were low here, and now you're high here, and you had a good time the junior prom. That's how I feel sometimes. Shoot your shot, young man. <laughs> <laughs> go after, go after the prom queen. Yeah. Go yeah. After, yeah. No, it, it's it's so funny how that works, but it does. And the great teams you watch them, they all go through us. Every one of them, they go through. BYU men's team went through there for well. Now they're playing probably their best basketball, and they're playing with a lot of confidence. And they've got they've made some changes in the lineup, and they're playing better. Look at New England Patriots. I mean, a month ago, we thought there's no way they're going to win the Super Bowl. So you don't know that. You just have to keep going and keep plugging along. I, I said that earlier um, on the show uh, in regards to peaking at the right time. And I always care more for uh, teams, how they, how they finish um, versus starting, but finishing with the momentum. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that that can carry into the postseason and you can, you know, come in motivated and, and fired up. You know, what, what do you think, you know, besides winning games, obviously, um, that you guys need to do to, to get that moment? In? Um, I think we have to be open and say what how we feel and we need to not take it personal mm-hmm. and we need to adjust and say, OK, I need to do better. And um and these things, and maybe maybe take care of that, and but not be afraid to go for it. Mm-hmm. I think too many teams people play cautious when they're losing, not to lose again. Instead of just saying, "Hey, I'm going to go out and just play and relax and have have a good time." 
Jeff Judkins with us on BYU Sports Nation, BYU women's basketball coach, NBA veteran. And I just want to point out that that story you just shared, that uh, little uh, anagram or whatever you want to call it about asking the prettiest girl in the school to prom, that's vlogging gold, Juddy. Okay, <laughs> that's social media gold, my I friend. I didn't know about this. This vlogging. What? What is it? Like a YouTube channel? I know. Since I've done started doing that, we haven't been winning. So <laughs> you know, you, you know how coaches are. Coaches, you know, like superstition. Uh, yeah, we gotta yeah. Stop, we gotta stop that thing. I mean, you know, I've I've been. Uh, I mean, I wear a certain suit and I do certain things and and. Um, all that when these when you go through these streaks and and it hasn't worked so I'm gonna wear my lucky socks tomorrow. Hopefully okay, that'll make a difference. Yeah, yeah. Break out the lucky socks, whatever. Uh, we'll handle the vlog. Okay, you just okay. you do the talking. We'll handle the social media <laughs> yeah, aspect here. You do that. Here. For, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And the laugh, by the way, that you opened up your Juddy vlog with has gone viral across BYU oh, Sports Nation. I, got, I haven't seen this. <laughs> it will change your life, Brian. It'll change you, it. You already changed my life. You know, I bring this up every single time that, you know, us three made, you know, this possible for where I'm at right now. You were my, my first show I did. That's, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, I love you, guys. <laughs> thank you, baby. I love it, Brian. Yeah, no problem. I wish I played football as good as you. Too. <laughs> well, I wish I was uh, five. You know, five. I wish I had five year inches. You know. High yeah, high you high. wish you were six six <laughs> too. I know. Uh, yeah, that's, I know. It's okay. <laughs> oh, great stuff. Never a disappointment with Jeff Judkins. Okay, um, I told you we're going to give you the karma. We're making it official. Double boost. The yeah. handhold from Brian Logan. Okay, it's right. next level. Okay, it's I next level, it. Juddy. Thanks, okay. you guys. Go and be you Pacific. Know. Best of luck tomorrow, and uh, I know you'll inspire your girls. Well, it's Pink Day tomorrow, so nice. Uh, make everybody come out. And we know there's been a lot of people in their life that died with cancer. My, uh, my dad was one of them, so um, it's important to realize that, and hopefully we can support it and and help help. I guess. Not have cancer. We yeah, can try yeah. to do that. Absolutely. We lost too many young people because of, cause of that. Yeah. Wear pink tomorrow. I'll have my lucky pink shirt on. Okay. I'll have my lucky and tie. I, and I'm right there with you. I'll, I'll, right. have, I'll have mine as well. My my grandmother's a, a breast cancer survivor, so. That's good. Yeah. yeah. My father, Big Kent. Shout out to Big Kent. Kent. Currently battling cancer right now as well, Juddy. So, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's a beast. It is. It's tough. It is. Thanks, guys. Hey, yep. thank you for coming in, man. Yeah. No problem, Coach. Jeff Judkins bringing it in Studio B. We're not done, Brian. Nope, we're not. Coming up, Cyrus Fialoga joins us to discuss their five-game road trip and how they plan to upset number four UCLA. Whoa, big challenge for BYU men's volleyball. But next, we play big deal, no deal. Men's basketball in second place, holding a second consecutive West Coast Conference opponent under 50 points. Bacon. And bacon, people! Bacon. Again, how is that not a big deal? Bacon. Bring that in here, please. <laughs> Tomorrow night, BYU men's basketball returns to the Marriott Center to take on the Pacific Tigers. Tune into BYU Radio for a pregame live as Jason Shepard gets you ready for the game. That starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, and you can listen to the game with Greg Rebell, my favorite Canadian, at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern on BYU Radio and the apps. Let's How keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation, even in Canada, with today's headlines. BYU men's basketball beat Portland by 35 last night Color. at the Child Center in the Northwest. 83-48, T.J. Oslodow scores with 22 points. Yoli Childs, a quiet double-double, his 13th of the season. And Nick Emery made his first start of the season and made a nice impact. 
BYU now in sole possession of second place in the West Coast Conference. They take on Pacific tomorrow night in Provo, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. Watch it live on BYU TV. Listen on BYU Radio and the apps. Yoli Childs has balled out so much and so hard so consistently this year. He is one of the top ten finalists for the 2019 Carl Malone Power Forward of the Year Award. He appears alongside great players like Zion Williamson from Duke, Luke May from North Carolina, and Grant Williams from Tennessee. Uh, Yeah, three NBA dudes. Yeah. Pro Football Focus College places Zach Wilson, the BYU quarterback, as the third highest graded true freshman next to national champ Trevor Lawrence from Clemson and Brock Purdy of Iowa State. In Wilson's freshman season, he threw for over 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, completed 66% of his passes in only seven starts. The future is bright. In Zach, we trust. Softball played twice yesterday. They lost their first game to number nine, South Carolina, 4-3. In the second game, they beat number 18, Baylor, 4-3. And the Cougars are currently losing to Liberty, 7-2, in the top of the sixth inning. Liberty, pretty good softball program. Another of those uh, receiving votes, top 30. Uh, BYU, I would imagine... Going to beat North Carolina tonight if they don't beat Liberty. A split in Puerto Vallarta with the win over number 18, Baylor, and a win against North Carolina. Not too shabby. It's me, man. They're about to win right now. Oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. I like the optimism, my friend. It's not optimism. It's what it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> okay. Speak it into existence, Spencer. <laughs> Let's speak big deal, no deal into existence. Big deal. No deal. Presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. All right. Number one, big deal, no deal, Brian. BYU men's basketball holding two consecutive opponents under 50 points. It's a big deal, man. Um, I, I say this all the time. I'm on this camera, this one? Okay. I say this all the time. Defense wins championships. Um, it may not be the prettiest thing, and, and you know, players and, and kids watching, you know, you, you, you may not want to do it because you don't get the glory in the spotlight, but getting down, getting dirty, going hard, going physical, Doing what you got to do, man, to help your team win on the offense. If you got to do it daily on the defense, that's what you got to do. So, yeah. Everybody says deal. defense travels, right? Typically, you're going to be better offensively at home, unless you're Portland and you score 48. <laughs> but typically, you're going to be better on offense at home because you're in the comforts of your own home gym, but defense can travel. And BYU traveled the defense in the luxury class. 48 yeah! points. <laughs> this hasn't happened in nine years. Is it a big deal? Yes. You it guess. hasn't happened in nine years. Not, where were you at nine years? Nine years ago, 2010. I, I, was, was, I was a senior here. That was the spring of 2010. I was in Grand Junction, Colorado in year three of my mm. first television contract, Brian. Mm, nice. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> spring, I was, uh, I think I had surgery, double hernia surgery, going into the, my senior oh, year. Oh, you had a great year as well. It was beautiful. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Big deal, no deal. Rivals ranks BYU's recruiting class at number 100. I say no deal. We won't know for six years. Can we do like post-recruiting class rankings? I would care more about that. Yeah, yes, Like seeing the trends of, okay, how did all of these classes turn out? Because I feel like every year USC's got an amazing recruiting class. Where has USC been the last decade? Mm, Nowhere to be found. Where's USC been? Nowhere. Okay, in Texas until last year, where have they been? Nowhere. They've got a top 10 class every year. 
How was that top 10 class against BYU in 2013 and 2014? Six out, man, because it doesn't matter the type of players that you get on if you can't do nothing with them, meaning um, develop them on and off the field, put them in successful situations to be, um, you know, to win games, right? If those things don't happen, then it doesn't matter if you get, you know, seven-star athletes. It's irrelevant. No deal. Okay, let's do post recruiting class rankings and like or like even halfway through their careers. Can somebody do that metric? No deal or, for me. Hey, uh, two years since this class, let's reevaluate. Let's regrade these things. Kind of like they people regrade the draft. Like if we were to do the NFL draft over again two years later, who would we yeah. take first? It's w- funny how that works. I wish we could regrade stats in American heritage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you graduated, man. You graduated, yeah. it don't matter. Yeah, you're right. You graduated. Right. D's get degrees. Sorry, I said that out loud. D, D is for degree. <laughs> That's, right. Yeah. That's right. Let's go, man. All right. Next. Big deal, no deal, <laughs> Brian. 400 pounds of bacon available for the BYU basketball game tomorrow. They're handing out bacon to fans. Yeah. They're hungry. For his mama, so I can eat. <laughs> I came, it's bacon. Okay, man. Oh, all I had was so- bacon. All I had was soda this morning for breakfast. This tastes so good, and it's so not appealing for people to listen to us chew our bacon on these microphones. But I don't care. It's okay. It tastes so good. I held out for just this very moment. It's a big deal. It's bacon, Brian. You told me before the show you need two things. What are they? Mm. All I need in this life of sin is Jesus and some bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yes. <laughs> is it a big deal to us? Absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. All right. While we finish this bacon, and we're going to eat some more during the break, answer our question of the day. How would you describe your current mood regarding BYU men's basketball? At Colonel underscore James 83 answers on Twitter. Better. I saw more effort on both the offensive and defensive sides, and it paid off. Mm-hmm. While it was far from perfect against the last place team, I can see a possibility of winning out in the regular season. Ooh. I'm not ready to go Gonzaga, okay? Ooh. I'm not ready to go there. Ooh. I don't think I will be at any point. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But 11 wins is a real possibility in conference. All right. At Joe Brady 12 on Twitter says, Brian, pleasantly pleased. Currently sitting in second place in the WCC. Winning games should be, or BYU should be winning. Getting a more balanced production from more than just Yoli and TJ. All's well. Hashtag BYUSN. Mm, All is well with more bacon. All is well and wonderful. And coming up, it will continue to be all and well. Hey, we've got Cyrus Fall logo of BYU men's volleyball coming up. Can't wait to talk to him. They've got some things to figure out like BYU women's basketball. How do they do it? Yeah, I'm probably going to ask him the same type of questions (laughs) as Coach JJ. Eat that bacon, bro. Athlete's athlete. This is BYU Sports Nation. Big Deal, No Deal, presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow night, BYU men's basketball returns to the Marriott Center to take on the Pacific Tigers. Watch on BYU TV at 9 Eastern and 7 Mountain. I just ate like six pieces of bacon during that two-minute commercial break. I know. I got, I got so much stuck in my cavities. It's worth it, though. My life is happier. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Facts. back with our question of the day. You can join our conversation 24-7 on social media, always by using the hashtag BYUSN. 
How would you describe your current mood for BYU basketball right now? At Bryson Denny answers on Instagram. A little frustrated. Should have started the season like this. Then BYU could have beaten teams that they should have beaten, like Weber State, UNLV, and Illinois State. But glad BYU is winning and that the Cougars beat Utah. Hey, yes. Thank you. Appreciate that for sure. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, our second guest on this Friday show is Cyrus Falogo of BYU Men's Volleyball. Cyrus, great to have you with us on the program. How's your Friday going thus far? Um, going good. We just had breakfast at a really nice hotel. We're about to uh, leave for practice soon, but it's going good. Did the breakfast include bacon, Cyrus? <laughs> it did. Bacon, eggs. They got everything over here. Anything that involves bacon typically helps your day go a little better. Is that fair to say? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, Cyrus, when, when we played, and it was a little bit different with football, right, in sports, obviously, you know, the linemen are a little bit bigger than, than most. Um, and so we would always have to run and try to get in front of them. We knew if the linemen got in front of us um, for game day meals, it was bad. Nobody was eating. Do you guys have any person or any player, <laughs> coaches, that you have to do the same thing? Yeah, that would be uh, me and Storm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cyrus and Storm, <laughs> got to beat those guys to the line. Duly noted. Thank you for sharing that, and I'm sure your teammates appreciate that. Cyrus, um, I-, I know that this has been kind of an interesting trek for you recently, having lost nine consecutive sets and three matches, because this is kind of a weird territory for a BYU team that typically has been so good. How do you get yeah. the swagger back? Where does it begin to get that winning swagger back? Um, well, honestly, so we, like, obviously we're a really young team still. Um, a lot of us are, like, first or second year here. But uh, we had a really good meeting yes, or after our Pepperdine loss the other night with our coaches, and we just really just got to, tr- like, start trusting each other. Um, I think we have a lot of talent, um, a lot of young talent, but I think um, right now we're just, like, kind of putting the puzzle together so we still just trying to figure each other out. But I think if we just keep doing what we're doing, um, but most importantly, like, just trusting trusting the game plan, like, trusting each other, trusting the struggle, I think we'll be good. It'll come together. Cyrus, I um, we went through kind of something similar in 2010 where we lost four consecutive, and I think we lost to Utah State for the first time in, like, 30-something million years. So it was very <laughs> hard and embarrassing. Um, we had a lot of young guys, too, and, you know, after some self-evaluation, we said, okay, it's, it probably is trust and getting to know each other. Um, and we mm-hmm. started to do a few things that helped us out uh, to gain that trust. Do you guys have any plans or working on any of those things that you think would be helpful? Um, a lot of it, like our coaches just talk about just, like, just being, like, straight up, being honest with each other. I know, like, especially a lot of teams go through what we're going through right now. Um, and, like, at times like this, it's easy to, like, just fall apart. You know, it's how to, like, keep it to ourselves and stuff. But um, more now than ever, they be telling us to just, like, be open with each other, you know, to reach out, to connect with those, like, that normally we wouldn't. But just trying to, like, make more of an effort to do so. Now, the beauty of this is you're one match into MPSF play. So it is still very, very early in the season. How yeah. much do you rely on knowing that, look, as – as bad as it hurts to lose three matches in a row, we're one game into Federation play. How, how much do you rely on that moving forward? Um, a lot, actually. I mean, that helps. Um, before the Pepperdine game, 
um, after we got swept twice to Santa Barbara, um, our coaches just let, like they sat us down. They said, "Hey, like right now we're we're in conference. We're zero and zero. Like it's a it's a fresh new start." And so, um, like regardless of what happened at Pepperdine, we're still excited. We think it will be good if we just keep pushing, working hard. Yet number four UCLA coming up. What's the scouting report on the heated rival for BYU and the Bruins? Um, well, we have our first film uh, later on today, our first um, film session about UCLA. But um, last year was fun. You know, we played them three, three, four times, and so we're excited regardless. I know they have kind of like a younger team as well. They like they've lost a lot of key players, just like we did last year. And so um, we're excited. You know, we have film today. We're excited to just go and work hard. Cyrus Fall, logo of BYU Men's Volleyball, with us on BYU Sports Nation. The Cougars still on a long road trip. Let's talk about the contrast between playing at home in the Smithfield House and playing in different venues on the road. For a young team, it really seems to manifest itself. So how do you develop that maturity and that energy that you have at home and kind of manufacture it on the road? Um, yeah, it's tough, especially like mostly just because of the crowd, like the difference in crowds, you know, coming from the field house. Um, and we usually get pretty good crowds on away games. Um, you know, BYU all around, you know, the whole U.S., they they really support us well. But I think especially for away games, um, like we tend to, tend to, we're still trying to find out how to adjust to not having, you know, um, thousands of people behind us, like cheering us on, you know, whether it's 100 or, um, a thousand. We we really just gonna find that balance and that energy. Mostly, like I said before, like as a team, regardless of what type of crowd we have, just trying to keep that within our team, like on the court, on the bench, no matter where we are, just trying to keep that trust going. So, so Cyrus, we all know that winning um, truly does cure everything. Um, going through what you guys have been through recently, what would a win, but not only a win, but a win over UCLA, do for this team right now? Um, honestly, I think if anything, it would just help help kind of patch up what we've been going through lately. Especially, I think, um, like I said, we're young. I think it'll just give us that little, like, uh, for like like a better word, a drip of confidence, like just a little go getter, like for us to remind us, just a good reminder that you know we are BYU volleyball and that we out here, like we can do it. Swag juice. Swag juice. I like that. <laughs> Cyrus, we wish you uh, a healthy dose of swag juice, yes. whatever that is. Let's give Thank you some you. BYU Sports Nation karma to go and uh, take care of business, get things hold going. My, hold my hand, Spencer. All right, I'm holding Brian's hand literally, Cyrus, um, and uh, we're, we're, we're sending you the BYU Sports Nation karma, my friend. Yes, do, the, do the camera. Do the camera. Yes. All right, cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. We really appreciate you coming on. A lot of people want to talk when things are good and everyone's winning, but uh, very few people um, will step up when when you've lost three matches in a row. So we really appreciate you taking the time with this man, and good luck tomorrow. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right, Cyrus Fall, logo on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Good interview, man. I like it. Again, not a lot of people want to do that. Yeah, you're right. You've lost nine straight sets. Hey, go talk to the media. It'll be super fun. I'd have been like, how about no? Coming up, Cougars on the PGA Tour. And who has the most swag juice? Ooh, it's the Pro-Am at Pebble Beach. I have a goal in my life one time. And it's not to be the celebrity that's at the Pro-Am. Just to play Pebble Beach at any point, Brian. I have a goal, too. I just want to be 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> Which is more likely? I don't know. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a debate. <laughs> 
<laughs> a couple more years for technology. The whip up next is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on a Friday. Shout out to today's guest, Jeff Judkins and Cyrus Fall logo. If you miss any of the show, download the podcast. Go to BYUSN.com to watch full episodes. Sorry to Dennis Pitta that I didn't have your back and try to get you on. Sorry, man. Banner Brothers, I won't do it again. We never run out of time for you. But we're going to whip it right now. So we don't run out of time. Go. Go. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. BYU beat Portland by 35-83-48. The only child had his 13th double-double of the season last night. He's one of top 10 finalists for the 2019 Carl Malone Power Forward of the Year. BYU Pacific tomorrow night. Live on BYU TV, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and BYU Radio. BYU football. football. Sorry. Ball start. Two minute, two minute drill. Take it, take it back. Take it back. Pro football focus college placed Zach Wilson as the third highest graded true freshman. In his freshman season, Wilson threw for over 1,500 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, and completed 65.9% of his passes. Softball. BYU. Lost to number nine South Carolina 4 3. Bounced back with a 4 3 win against number 18 Baylor. In Puerto Vallarta, they're playing Liberty right now, down 8-2 to two in the top of the seventh against North Carolina tonight. Women's basketball. Women's basketball dropped their third straight game versus St. Mary's, 78-75 last night in the Marriott Center. Paisley Johnson scored 20 points to lead all scores, and Shaylee Gonzalez added 13. BYU hosts Pacific tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. Volleyball. The Cougars have lost nine straight sets over the last three matches. They take on number four UCLA tomorrow at 10 Eastern, 8 Mountain. Good luck to BYU. Gymnastics. Gymnastics is headed to Colorado to compete against Air Force, Springfield, and Seattle Pacific tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. Hockey. BYU beat UVU last night 6-3 in the Mountain West Tournament. Tonight, the Cougars take on the University of Providence in the second round. Today's rise and shout goes to BYU Athletics for bringing home the bacon. Literally, Brian. Uh, Sorry what you did there. Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort celebrating 50 years. How do you feel about BYU basketball? At Kent underscore under in Utah says... A good question to sort out the faint-hearted from those who enjoy supporting a team through thick and thin, which is part of the fun. They do the work, put their hearts into it. I appreciate that and enjoy what's enjoyable. Lament with the rest of the team. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. For Brian F. Spencer, shout-out to Alan Boardman. Go Cougs!